Hey, are you dealing with nightmares or do you have someone that deals with PTSD related nightmares? That's what we're talking about in this episode. My name is Rob Anderson. I am the host, the founder, director of Neptune Warrior, the official, and this is the official podcast of Neptune Warrior, one dive at a time, where we talk about diving, mental health, veteran issues. The pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of great diving. Hey, on this episode, I'm going to get a, a little personal. Like, you know, that's nothing new. Going to talk about nightmares, but this one is very personal to me because I feel vulnerable on it. And I actually have a hard time getting people to open up and talk about this. So I'm thinking, well, you know, if I can't get people to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about my own experience with nightmares and what I've had to deal with. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a part of PTSD that I think, I don't want to say all of us, but I, I think all, all of us who have experienced some type of a traumatic event or events have frequent nightmares. And I know it's, it's the post-nightmare phase that I struggle with because there's, there's part of it, you're, you know, you're trying to come out of it, you know, you're trying to make sense of things. You're hoping that you just didn't embarrass yourself. And that alone is, is a struggle, but, but then it's that, it's that feeling that you have afterwards. And it's just that lingering feeling. A lot of times you can't get back to sleep. A lot of times it bugs you the, the next day. And, and, and you're just, and you're just, and you're feeling just kind of trapped within that. So again, I mean, I don't know if you guys are, are feeling that or if I'm just the only one that, that deals with that. I know I'm not the only one that deals with it. So we're going to, we're just going to come clean on that. But again, you know, a lot of people struggle with, with PTSD or, or people who struggle with PTSD, they have frequent nightmares and it can be of things that actually happen or the anxiety dreams about things that could happen. And it's common to wake up from those nightmares feeling distressed and disoriented. So what I, would what I want to talk about in this episode is how I've dealt with that disorientation and that distress. I know that just in casual conversations that I've had other people say things that they're not really sure where they are whether the trauma is happening again right at that moment. But we all say the same thing, that when it's happening, it's absolutely terrifying. And again, it kind of screws you up for, for the next couple of days. So as we look down the path and, and in the long run, the best way of reducing nightmares and PTSD is... Or a lot of people say, well, will be to reprocess the, the trauma memories. You know, I don't know where I sit on that. I'll be honest with that. Because I know that 
when I'm going through those memories, I really don't want to think about them. And I don't really want to talk about it. And I know that a lot of on the psychiatry side and the counseling side, they take you back into that trauma and they, and they, and those chemicals fire off again. My experiences with going back through and working my way through the trauma has not been successful. And I know that a lot of people will do like EMDR and I'm not an expert in that, in that area. I just know that trauma focused EMDR has not been effective for me. CBT cognitive behavior therapy has been a lot more uh, successful with me. And that's why my coaching in my coaching model, I use a lot of CBT models and, you know, the, the, the methodology that comes, that comes out of CBT. What I'm told or what I understand is that, you know, in the short term, you have to find ways to, to manage the nightmares as best as you can. And so those are the things that I want to talk about. I, and I think for me, it comes down to, to a couple of areas. The first one, and, and let me, ba- let me back up and, and, and tell you, mine oftentimes will include night sweats. They include startle response. They include disorientation and disorientation to the, to the aspect where I don't feel like that there are certain people, well, like with my daughter, somehow I think that she has been removed from me or she's, she's dead. Just put it out there bluntly that she's died. And what, when I first see her, if she is trying to wake me up or something, or is there right after I wake up, I don't actually believe that it's, that it's her. And so I have to find ways to remind myself of where I am and what, and, and what's going on in that moment. There's other times with my, with my own disorientation, I will think I'm back someplace. So for me, just what one event that, that comes back is the Rimshide air crash. Another one that comes back is when I had to revive a small child. And so when I come back, I've got a strong sense of disorientation. So the first thing I have to do is I have to remind myself of where I am and when I am at that moment. And if I've got someone there with me, it helps if they help remind me, hey, where are you at? What year is it? If I don't know, they need to tell me. And when I'm by myself, I actually have a flashcard. Uh, I have flashcards that, that I keep my, by my bed to remind me of where I'm at, what the date is, or the time frame. Because what happens oftentimes is those memories are tricking me into thinking that I'm, that I'm someplace else in the past. And so I have to remind myself that, first of all, I'm safe, I'm in my bedroom, and I'm in the present moment. I'll also use some sensory grounding uh, techniques. So there are certain smells that, rem- that bring me to the present. So like lavender. I keep lavender by me because, first of all, it doesn't have any kind of association with anything in the past that was negative. Lemon is the same way. And so I keep lavender and lemon in my bedroom. And so that helps to, to really bring me back in, into the present. 
So those are sensory grounding techniques. You can do other things like splashing your face, uh, you know, using soothing smells like I talked about. Anything that brings your attention back to the present moment, even opening up a bedroom window can, can help. The second thing is I have to find a way to reduce that sense of threat. And I have to remind myself that where I'm at right now, I'm safe. And I find that it's, it's helpful to find a way to prove that to myself. So I have to remind myself that I've got things that I've prepared of why I'm safe now and to remind myself of good things that have happened since that trauma. So I keep a lot of pictures. I have a folder that I keep that has pictures of my daughter. It has dive trips I've been on, different positive experiences that remind me of why I am safe today. And again, it's something that I keep that's right by my bed that I can quickly access. And it's, it's reminders that help, that help remind me or you know, you know, bring to my attention that where I'm at right now, I'm safe. I'm not sitting out on a perimeter somewhere. I'm not recovering body parts. I'm not recovering a body. And I'm not dealing with the stuff that that was the, that was the trauma. It was, you know, everything in that is is things that are that are keeping me safe. Honestly, I don't put anything that is related to my military career in there. Maybe loosely on the diving end, right? But everything that I that I put in there, I put in my trips to Hawaii, my trips to Rotan, hanging out with my veterans out at Lucky Peak. All those are pictures that remind me that I'm safe. And maybe even to an extent that I have people around me that keep me safe. So it's just, it's a little folder that I use. At one point I was using a journal. And that's, and that's something else that you can do is, is have a journal of things that have positive, you know, you know, positive things in there, positive pictures, ticket stubs, airline ticket stubs, concert tickets, pictures, Things like that that remind you that, that, or for me, remind me that I'm safe and that that trauma is over. And then I'll do some things to help relax my muscles and slow down my breathing. Self-soothing techniques. I try to get away from, so one of the things that will happen is, is I rock. I'm a rocker. When I get stressed, I rock. And so I've had to, you know, that, that's been a self-soothing technique. I can't tell you if it's good or bad. I know that it doesn't look good in public. <laughs> so I've tried to, I've tried to rewire my brain so I, so that I'm not rocking. And so I've, I've really tried to do more muscle relaxation and peaceful imagery. And I got to tell you, as a diver, I've seen a lot of things that really bring me a lot of peace. So when I'm waking from a nightmare, you know, it's, it, all this, it's not an easy exercise to practice, but if we prepare, we, we, you know, we can get it there. So my routine is I, I have written down some things that, that I know that will remind me that I'm safe cards that I can read little flashcards, or you can do journal entries. 
and I'll put it, you know, on there, I'll put, I live at 3015 South Kenwood Lane. I'm in my own room. Nobody can hurt me. I live with my daughter. The year is 2022. I was just having a nightmare. It's a memory from the past. I'm safe and in the present moment. And those are things that I can read or I can repeat back to myself. I keep that I keep that grounding smells or those grounding smells of the lavender and it's just like in a little spritz bottle. It's it's actually designed to spray on your pillow to, to help you sleep at night. What I find is I can pull it out, spray it on my pillow, pillow, lay down, and it helps to ground me. I can start focusing my attention on just that smell. I be, I can begin my breathing techniques, my my soothing breathing techniques to bring me back to the the now. If I need to, I can always open up a, a window of fresh air because the places that I've been in that where trauma has been wasn't necessarily fresh air. I'll make another flashcard that has, and I've written on it, says, the nightmares I'm having right now are just memories from the past. I am safe now. On another card, the trauma happened, you know, at, at, at whatever point, right? I'll, I, I'm trying to remember what, what, what I have on the years. I, the, the, trauma, the trauma happened 25 years ago. And now, and now today I'm safe. I have to put a reminder card in there that the trauma is over because my daughter is 21. So with a lot of my nightmares, what happens is I think my daughter is still at a young age and has died. So I have to put a reminder in there that when I see her at 21, that it really is her. And then I'm not just imagining it because that's the way my trauma and my nightmares manifest is that even though I see her at 21, I still think that she died at 14, 15 years old. So I have to remind myself that what I see is actually her. And those, those are things that I do. I, I go through a methodology of relaxed breathing exercises where I focus on just my breath. That's where diving has really helped because diving teaches relaxed breathing exercises. The things that we do in our breathe program is relaxed breathing exercises. I think of peaceful places to go to. There have been nights where I've had to grab my scuba tank and get into the pool. It doesn't work so well in the wintertime in, here in Idaho. But on, on summer evenings, I, there's been nights where, where I've had a nightmare. I can't sleep or if something's bugging me, I grab a tank and I, and I get in the water. And now I can practice those breathing techniques underwater. The biggest thing is that when you're dealing with nightmares and PTSD, you have to have some type of a strategy. You can't, you can't just wing this thing. And if you start turning to, and here's a mistake I made. I started turning to things like Benadryl to help me sleep at night. And sometimes I would take those knowing that I had been under a lot of stress and the potential for nightmares was there. Or I would take the Benadryl after the nightmare. 
and it starts out with one, then it's two. Then pretty soon you're, you're taking five Benadryl to sleep. That's not healthy for your body. It's, it's horrible on your body. It's not restful sleep. It's fitful sleep. <laughs> and, and you have the driest sinuses of anybody in the world, you know? So, I mean, so that doesn't work. Other people will, will try to use alcohol or, or drugs or, or, you know, prescription drugs, non-prescription drugs. They'll use different types of things after the nightmare. And, and what real, what I have found that really works is to just be prepared, knowing that at some point I'm going to have a nightmare. That's, that's part of it. Okay. I get that. That's, it's not really the price of entry. It's more like, you know, the, it's, it's the consequence reliving those situations. We'll talk more about what PTSD is and how the brain is, we is rewired and how you can't just get over it and, and the difference between what PTSD is and what all of a sudden society thinks PTSD is. We're going to talk about those things later on. Right now we're focusing on how, how do we deal when we have those nightmares? And I got to tell you, diving has been a lifesaver for me on dealing with waking up after the nightmare. Guys, we could grow out of this. And that's the way I've chosen to take on the things that I've been impacted by. And I would challenge you to grow from the things that you've been impacted by. I'll tell you straight up, I'm not a, I'm not a big believer of the whole, hey, what, <laughs> you know, what doesn't kill us makes us strong. I think it's time we stop giving excuses and you know, and, and, and giving, giving permission for trauma to be okay. All right. All of us as veterans and first responders, we've gone through some crap. There's no doubt about that. And we've all experienced different kinds of traumas, but man, when that stuff comes back to haunt you in the middle of the night, man, that's intrusive. I don't want that anymore. And so I've got to find ways to help reduce the reactions that I have and the distress I feel after the nightmare. I know I'm going to have them. They're going to be with me the rest of my life. But it's what I do with them and how I fight back and how I, how I try to eliminate or at least reduce how they impact me the rest of the day and the rest of the week and the rest of the night. So I would encourage you to have some kind of a plan to help pull yourself out as you're recovering from those nightmares. That's all I've got for this episode. Hey, remember, as long as you've got air, you're all right.